Ah, you hear that? That's that sweet sound of the Devon After Dark Podcast, episode 4. Coming at you as always, I'm your host, Devin. But before we get started, you know what we have to do. Pull up in motor cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle yes, and yes, yes, yes. Cue the music. Yeah, I'm coming at you a little bit different right now. That's because my fantasy football team, Mob Ties, came out with a victory last minute on Monday Night Football. And I'm talking that shit. Yes, my team is called Mob Ties. And yes, I am going to let this song roll out until I'm done talking shit about how good my fantasy football team has been this year. And I bet you I'm going to get shot in the foot after this, but I don't care. I'm that hype. So look, Mob Ties, my number one pick was Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. is real tight with Drake Aubrey Graham. So I came up with the nickname Mob Ties. And my icon, gotta be Drake and Odell together. Shout out Odell Beckham Jr., man. You won me this matchup. And bragging rights are in full effect. I am coming for that championship. Cut the music. Still number one. So I got to add a little bit of context to this matchup so you guys can understand how hype I am right now. All my people out there that know a little bit about football, I'm just going to say my starting running back, Melvin Gordon, was ruled out last minute on Sunday. I had to throw in a random running back from my bench. My team performed good enough to put me down 16 points by tonight, which is Monday night. And I still had my number one pick, pick 11 in my draft, Odell Beckham Jr., to play tonight. And you know what he did? He went out, he grabbed eight receptions, 140 yards, and a touchdown. And guess who won? Yes, Mob Ties. Mob Ties took that victory. I'm still number one. And I'm ready to win that championship. But look, I just had to get that off my brain. I'm doing this episode a little bit different because I am talking about having fun. Having fun is something that is required for you to enjoy life. Yes, it is required for you to have some fun to enjoy life. You can't just do the same things over and over again. There's so many things that you just repeat like chilling at home, doing nothing, watching TV, playing Xbox, playing PlayStation, going to work, going to the gym. You see a a pattern in the behavior? It gets boring. It gets boring. You got to go out. You got to do some stuff. Go have some fun. Hit up a friend you haven't seen in a while. Ask them if they want to grab a drink. Ask them if they want to go out. Buy some tickets to your favorite sports team. Go see a game. Go see them play instead of staying at home and watching them. Buy that plane ticket. 
take that trip to New York since you haven't seen Times Square before. Buy that plane ticket. Go out to Vegas. Gamble a little bit of that hard-earned money. Let's have some fun. It doesn't have to be serious all the time, guys. And I'm talking to myself because I am the biggest example of this. For the longest time, probably for the past couple years, I've been doing nothing but grind, grind, grind. Work, work, gym, gym, etc. You start to lose a purpose. You get so caught up in a routine that you forget about all your friends, new friends. You forget what it's like to go out and have some fun. Go have some fun. Stop sitting around. Stop grinding so hard and have some fun and use that fun as a way to unwind from your grind. You get what I'm saying? Have some fun so you could come back to work, come back to the gym, come back to school a little bit harder. It's it's the it's the mindset. That's that's how you do things. That's how you live life. You're going to miss out on so many things in life if you just stay in one bubble. You have to get outside of your bubble sometimes and loosen up a little bit loosen up a little bit so look it's not as easy as it sounds it's gonna require some planning you're gonna have to plan your days in advance you know maybe a couple days down the line from today you're gonna plan to go out on a Friday night after work as opposed to going home and unwinding because you feel like you have to relax because you had a long week no you know what you should do instead Hit up that friend that you haven't talked to in a while. See if they want to do something. And plan plan an event. Have some fun with it. I'm going to say have some fun so many different times. Because it is me talking to myself and me telling myself that I have to go out there and I have to experience more of life. If you just stick to the same routine for so long and don't enjoy the good things in life, which are memories, you're going to miss out on a lot of different things. Don't miss out on your youth. Don't miss out on new opportunities. There's so much that could come for you if you just get out of your comfort zone. And having fun is something that a lot of people struggle with because they're Afraid of the unknown. Don't be afraid of the unknown. Go tackle that unknown. And make an experience that will last a lifetime. Look at the positive aspect of going out and having some fun. Don't worry about all the negativity in the world and what could happen if you do this. Think about what happens if you do do this. And how many memories... And how many experiences you can create for yourself. I did say new opportunities. So go out and venture. Have some conversations with people that you don't know. Socialize with new people amongst your peers. Create some new opportunities. This could go for business, friendships, relationships, anything social. These are things that you can create just by stepping out of your normal routine and doing something new. 
and just having some fun with it. That's all I'm trying to say, is just have some fun with it. Go out, meet some new people, do something out of your ordinary routine, and see what happens. You will get a new outlook on your life, your future life, and like I said before, you could create some new memories and experiences just from doing something like that. So keep that in mind. Have some fun. And while I'm speaking about having some fun, I'm not going to get into any details of my experience at Michigan State this weekend for the Michigan State versus U of M game. But if you want to see a recap, a little glimpse of what went down, check out my brother's YouTube vlog. It is on his YouTube account. His name on there is created by Davey, D-A-V-E-Y. Search it up. Go check what went down. It's an eight-minute clip. It's some funny shit. (laughs) Excuse my language. But I'm not going to talk about my weekend. You guys can just see what happened over the weekend on that vlog in bits and pieces. Like I said, it's an eight-minute clip created by Davey on YouTube. Check it out. My brother does excellent work. If you need anything done, hit him up. He's all over my Instagram. You could find him. So, with that said, I'm going to talk a little bit about some current events. And my first topic of discussion is the obligatory hot take on the Spitgate, quote-unquote, that happened Saturday night uh, for the Lakers versus Rockets. It was LeBron's home debut for the Lakers regular season. And a fight broke out between Ray John Rondo and Chris Paul. For those of you that aren't familiar, Ray John Rondo is an excellent point guard. He won the 2008 NBA championship for the Boston Celtics with Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen. And him and Chris Paul kind of came up together in the league. Chris Paul's a little bit older, but they have just about the same kind of game. They play under the basket. They're dime passers. Um, Chris Paul's a little bit better shooter, but that's besides the point. So what happened was there was a play late in the game in the fourth quarter where Brandon Ingram, small forward for the Lakers, fouled James Harden, MVP last year, shooting guard for the Rockets. And things got a little bit heated. Um, After the foul was called, Brandon Ingram was upset, and he shoved James Harden under the basket. And... Things got a little bit chippy. Things got chippy. Guys started to um, come to the area of where the push happened. And Ray John Rondo and Chris Paul had a confrontation. And apparently Rondo spit on Chris Paul. So Chris Paul, he got furious. And put his fingers in Rondo's face and pretty much poked him in the eye. And all of a sudden Rondo just started swinging. So they're going at it. They're swinging back and forth. And uh, Rondo and Chris Paul, they, they, they got in a couple punches each. I don't think anybody 
specifically won this battle fighting-wise, but mentally, I'm going to have to give Chris Paul the victory just because Ray John Rondo pulled some bullshit by spitting on him very, like, under the radar. He didn't, like, spit a loogie at him, but, like, he, he spit at him in, like, a disrespectful way. And Chris Paul, he's he's a respect guy for sure. So he he just lost it. He lost it. And I just think the whole thing kind of got blown out of proportion. And I don't really have a take on it. I think Brandon Ingram, he's a young dude. And he had uh, came in and he actually got a, a nice little uh, right punch on uh, Chris Paul. While this was going on, he just came back and socked him. So there's not really much to talk about. If you've seen it, you know what it is. If you don't look it up, it's 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 funny. It's it's new because this new NBA doesn't promote that type of behavior. But this is something that is not new in uh, NBA basketball. It's just been forgotten. So what I want to do is I want to talk about a couple of fights that I have seen in the NBA in the past. And the first one that pops to my mind and I don't think any other fight tops it in my generation, is the Malice at the Palace brawl where Ron Artest, Steven Jackson, Jermaine O'Neal were fighting Detroit Pistons fans at the Palace of Auburn Hills. (laughs) And I always will remember seeing Ron Artest laid out on the scores table with his hands behind his back and a drink just flying and hitting him in his face. And he just gets up. And he goes to the first person he sees in the stands about three, four rows back and just starts wailing on him. And then you got Steven Jackson. He comes in. He slides in, throws a punch. Jermaine O'Neal's involved. There's fans all over the court. These fans are heckling all of the Pacers players. And I just see this shot of Jermaine O'Neal <laughs> sliding across the floor and socking this dude in the face with the right hand jab and this dude just gets knocked out. See, I'm not I'm not promoting violence, but I'm just saying I don't think anything tops the mouse at the palace. So this spitgate thing is a little bit blown out of proportion just because we haven't seen any action like this take place in a little while. There's been a couple incidents here and there, but punches being thrown and landed, it's been years, years. And there's another one that I remember as well is uh, in uh, 2006, I believe, uh, Carmelo Anthony was still on the Denver Nuggets, and he was in Madison Square Garden. And there was a fight that broke out after a hard foul. Uh, There's this guy named Marty Collins. I don't even remember him at all, but um, I just remember his name just because of this fight. But it was one of the craziest punches I've seen thrown in a live basketball game. And it was a sucker punch. Carmelo Anthony just came around a bunch of dudes. like They were all huddled up and refs were trying to break up the fight. And as he was getting held back... He runs up to this guy, Marty Collins, and he just pops him with a right. And it's so loud that you could hear it throughout the whole entire arena. And then the whole entire Knicks team, 
more specifically um, Jared Jeffries at the time, just started running after Melo because after he punched Molly, Marty Collins, sorry, he ran away basically. Like he just popped him and just ran. And it was <laughs> one of the funniest like sucker punches I've seen in a while. And uh, watching this Chris Paul Rondo fight just kind of sparked those memories of the Malice at the Palace and the Denver Nuggets Carmelo Anthony sucker punch at the Garden. So I think it's kind of funny that in both of these scenarios, there is a Carmelo Anthony effect. (laughs) Carmelo Anthony has been involved in many scuffles as an NBA player. And for some reason, this guy, Carmelo Anthony, was involved in the spit gate between Chris Paul and Ray John Rondo. And he didn't even do anything. So I'm proud of you, Melo. You learned your lesson. You held back Brandon Ingram, who is on the other team. He plays for the Lakers. You play for the Rockets. You held back Brandon Ingram after he sucker punched Chris Paul while he was fighting Ray John Rondo. Carmelo Anthony, I tip my hat to you. Because you have learned your lesson, my man. You did not give in to the violence. You tried to stop it this time. And that's all I have for you guys for episode 4. I'm keeping it real short and sweet again. Because I am saving all of the long episodes for when I start getting some interviews and guests on here. More to come. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoyed me talking about having some fun, my rant on my fantasy football team winning matchup for week seven, the spit gate breakdown, the fight between Ray John Rondo and Chris Paul, and how somehow Carmelo Anthony was involved in a scuffle when he was doing the violence back in the day. He learned his lesson. And you guys learned your lesson today on episode four of the Devin After Dark podcast. There's more to come. Thank you all for listening. Peace. The people gon' call it the truth. I ain't really trip on the credit. I just paid all of my dues. I just respected the game. Got my name all in the news. Tripping on all of my moves. Quote me on this, got a lot more to prove. Remember I came in this bitch. Fresh out the county with nothing to lose. On the count of you But I don't do this shit for nothing No, no, no Not at all